Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 299. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Okay. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got a couple of stories to get to today, but we're going to start first with uh, there's a potential new Bond floating out uh, around the world, and uh, he goes by the name Aaron Taylor Johnson. You know him from Kick-Ass, Bullet Train. Uh, I guess I read a report he met with producers, uh, including Mrs. Broccoli, back in September, and uh, they're very impressed with him. He is on the uh, a list of a few people, not including Idris Elba. Yeah, he's too old. I think that's probably, they don't want to commit to someone who's like 50. Yeah, this guy's uh, yeah. early 30s still. He's our age. Yeah. He married someone 20 years older. Really creepy, but. Pretty hey, interesting. Whatever. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was creepy. He married her when he was like 21 and she was 40. But they're British. It was like, well, this is weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. He was good in Tenet as a military dude. I don't Didn't remember him do. in that, but I just watched him on the plane uh, in Bullet Train, and uh, he was fun, you know. I think they really get to lean into the accent, and they have fun with it, and uh, in turn, we have fun with it. So, I mean, every actor's from Britain, so. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about that soon. Uh, it's been a couple of years since that last Bond came out, and I think probably a couple more years, and we'll have a new one. Yeah, Britain. Bezos demands it. Yeah, of course. It's uh, top, well, They're never going to stop making James Bond, right? No, of course not. Amazon paid a lot of money. To... <clears throat> like what things in the world do you think they'll never stop making? James Bond, Halloween. Bond. What? I said the I Simpsons. Said, no, the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. That, I said Pokemon. I like Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Huh? Like in Asia, though. They, still, they just had a new one come out, but it's still super. It's still like the most popular franchise. How, how many the are world. there now? I think this is like the ninth generation. So, you know, they Almost had like as red, many blue, iPhones. and then they had gold and silver. But how many Pokemon are there? Now? Oh, like, if you had, like, let's say you had a Pokedex. They're probably about a thousand now, right? That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I liked it better when it was just the original, like, one, what was it, well, like, 151? Yeah. Malibu juice cooking. <laughs> um, no, like, it's crazy now. If you ever look at them now, they like, just like, one's just ice cream. There's one that's just like a, a set of keys. <laughs> like, all right, you guys ran out of ideas. <laughs> well, you have to. Sean, did you ever play Pokemon? Not a single time. Sean was an old old man at age eight or eight. You know, I'm going to say, like, I, I loved Pokemon. Like, I remember finding, like, the Game Boy version when I was, like, nine years old or something. It was, you got your hands on it. That was still to this day one of the, my favorite things I think my hands have ever been on was that moment. Oh, wow. But you were. <laughs> I don't remember you being excited about the uh, Pokemon Go. I remember that was, like, the biggest thing in the world for three weeks. What time was that at? It's 2016. Oh, well, yeah, and 2016. You know, other things to worry about. Twenty six years old at that time. No, but all, people our age were oh, super into it. The, producer one on the phone. Uh, yeah. kidnapped me. Basically, we we're the app. That's yeah. right. I forgot up about food that. or something, and he pulled over into a. It was like a Sunday, and we pulled over into a, like a parking lot of a park or some shit because he was chasing some sort of bunny. I don't. I don't There's know. A Gengar. <laughs> I need well, it. you know, you know what's funny about that is I I do remember when I lived in the Tustin. I lived during in a Tustin Ranch at that time, so near Irvine, and I remember coming home. It was summertime. Probably coming from your house, actually, Sean. It was like nine thirty at night, and I remember there was so many people outside still just walking around. It was like I remember there was a big thing going around saying like, "Oh, this app was actually good because it's giving people exercise." Yeah, 
because they're going out walking. But uh, yeah, I never got into that. But what I did play, Andy, on Game Boy Live, which is a complete spinoff, was Pokemon Pinball. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Yeah, Pinball that. will never go away. They'll just keep making that. Probably yeah. won't be on real machines, but it'll just be yeah. digital. App on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right well, <clears throat> stay tuned for Bond. <laughs> uh, Andy, tell us about a Dumb and Dumber 2 spit movie within the movie or something. I don't know. Yeah, understand. it is a crazy story um, that came out this week in an interview with the the Daniels, the directors behind um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, doing some sort of media thing. And they told this story um, about Jim Carrey contacting them way back in, must have been 2012, 2013. Um, Tony will like this part of the story. Jim Carrey was super thrilled about Paranormal Activity. Ooh. He thought it was great. The found footage thing, low budget. He's like, this is great. We should do a comedy of, of this. Ooh, I like that. And so he pitched them, which at this point, I think they were only known for their music videos. Uh, they hadn't made a, a full-length movie yet. But Jim Carrey did a meeting with them and said, I want you to make a found footage comedy movie on while we make Dumb and Dumber 2, which uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 was not good. But part of Jim Carrey's pitch was that he says the original Dumb and Dumber was a cursed production. Um, The hotel at the end of that movie was the actual Shining Hotel, like the real one that was based on. The Stanley. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, Jim Carrey said there was like weird shit happening on set all the time. And he's like, this will be perfect. You guys will come in (laughs) with your camera and just kind of make shit up and film things while we're filming a movie. Um, And the production company said, absolutely not. You're not going to make a movie while we're making a movie. You can't do that. Um, but it's like that sounded like a cool idea. So um, I'm oh, sad. so it got shut down. Did not happen. Yeah, that. So this was Jim Carrey pitching them on it, and Jim Carrey did not have the permission of the people making the movie. Well, I, I'm not surprised Jim Carrey likes us though, because he's got that one uh, documentary on Netflix about like the the Great Beyond with the Man on the Moon, where he played Andy Kaufman, and that's sort of how that documentary kind of is, where it's like it's kind of lost footage of them following him around and stuff while he was, you know, would be in character as Andy Kaufman, and Andy Kaufman was obviously a very controversial character throughout, you know, the time. Cause he was just such a, was a comedian guy where it's like, you know, he had the whole thing where he like would wrestle women, but then it was all the stuff where it was like, you never knew if he was like kidding or not. And then obviously there's some conspiracies that he faked his death. Cause he always talked about it. And then his lung disease that he did end up having or dying from the lung cancer, they said was a rare lung cancer, even for people that smoked and he never smoked. So it was like the whole, like he's gotta be faking it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, I also weirdly know a lot about Andy Kaufman. I don't know, know where that even comes from, but he was a, uh, but anyway, Jim Carrey would be like when he was in his character, he was like, this was who he was. And you couldn't even like refer to him as Jim Carrey. And it like made it difficult to work with, but that reminds me of that where it's kind of like they are almost filming a documentary while they're filming a, like getting ready to film a movie and stuff. So that's, I feel like, you know, kind of in his head, that's a little bit where maybe that came from. Yeah, and it's it's disappointing this didn't happen because we didn't get anything good out of Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah, um, so that could have maybe something interesting. And I'd say you know let let Jim Carrey do things if he wants to do them. Like we're he he said he's retired, so we might never see him again, um, which is is sad. But like yeah, just I, this would have been nice to have uh, something extra. I don't know what it would have been, but um, yeah. 
I don't think I'll ever watch Dumb and Dumber 2 again, but who knows? Yeah, I I forget about it because there's that like un you know approved number two as well. Oh, Dumb the yeah, the, the fake one, yeah. yeah, it's awful. Which might I mean be better, but no. Oh, it does have Bob Saget in it. Yeah, that's right, and Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to some trailers. Uh, one that looks like it's right out of Goosebumps. I'm talking about the main one. This is uh, hard to believe it exists. Yes, Andy said it. When I told Andy about this like two weekends ago, he told me that it had to have been made up. Yeah, because um, I thought he was referring to maybe the Winnie the Pooh horror movie that um, has been made. And I don't know if it's out or going to be out. But Winnie the Pooh is public domain. It's 100 years old. Uh, the Grinch is not public domain. Yet here we are with a unauthorized Grinch horror movie uh, coming out soon. Um, On the 15th. Yeah, I did check out the trailer here. I think they're, they said, number one, they're saying it's a parody. So therefore, it's not stealing. But also, I don't think Starbucks. Yeah, they they also don't refer to the character as the Grinch. So that's why it's called the mean one. Uh, they seem to call him the monster or the green monster. I don't even know. You can't say green monster. The either. green the goblin. The Red Sox will get you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if Tony knew this. Did you see who's playing the Grinch or the mean one? I did not, actually. It's an actor by the name of David Howard Thornton. Your is, hero. Uh, best known as Art the Clown. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like I know I've seen that name. So uh, from the trailer, he does seem to do a little bit of uh, Art the Clown like, you know, I've just killed someone and it's hilarious. I'm laughing. So I'm going to have to see the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah. This is obviously a Jim, a Jim. Wow. A Grinch themed podcast because Jim Carrey also played the Grinch. Yeah. yeah. It was a big one. Now, this is a real movie going to theaters or is this going to be uh, no. on Netflix? I mean, if you have your own private theater, I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah. Where is this going to? It's going to like back alleys. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I did not see on the trailer. It's going like, to be in like two theaters in LA <laughs> because uh, it, it'll be dangerous to see if like maybe a company like Amazon will be like, well, if we, if we put this on our platform, uh, the Seuss estate will get us or something, you know? Yeah. You don't want to go um, against the Seuss. Yeah. Um, there was also a movie that was uh, at a couple festivals earlier this year. I don't know what it was a called, but it was about uh, like a trans joker. Oh my God. I don't God. know if you heard about this one. <laughs> No, I did not. I must miss that one. Um, so it was an unauthorized uh, Joker character, but instead of the one we know, like Walking Phoenix or something, um, it was a trans woman as Joker, and it had like the Penguin and Batman in it, or maybe just Bruce Wayne. I can't remember, but it was like it. It premiered at a couple of festivals, and WB came in there and be like, "Nope, I don't care. You're going to say it's a parody. We're shutting this down because this, this is be fucked." So um, I don't know if that's ever going to be able to be seen. Um, but I do wonder about this one as well. Um, yeah. That Winnie the Pooh one, you can see that trailer. That is 100% legal. We could make a Winnie the Pooh movie right now. I haven't seen that trailer either. When does that come out? I don't know. It looks so bad. It looks, oh my God. Well, you God. can't make, I, I love it though that these people are trying to find these like nice, happy stories and like just yeah. actually turning them into like probably graphic, like oh, yeah, killer yeah. movies. Like, <laughs> like imagine people are just like, oh, here's the Winnie the Pooh. And it's like, what if your child accidentally saw like Winnie the Pooh just like fucking like tear piglet in half? You would know. And also, I think um, not all of Winnie the Pooh is public domain. Like, because like Disney did invent some of the characters, but like the original book was from like 1912 or something. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. But I, so like Tigger or something is a Disney character. And then like they can just keep renewing the copyright. But Winnie the Pooh himself is not. 
I don't even know what the actual story with Winnie the Pooh is. I know he's got all his friends. They're fake, but... I think. I think it was a kid's well, imagination. I know they're right? fake. Well, in the universe, I think they're even fake. I think the kids. Uh, who was the kid? That. It was like John Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin, yeah. just a little English boy. I don't know. And he invented uh, a donkey or something. Yeah, Igor. Yeah, Igor. <laughs> I think that's how he would say. And it. a a yellow bear. <laughs> why was that bear yellow? Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And why do you only have a? Because he always ate honey. So it turned him. Yellow. Yeah, I think so. Happens all the time. I think that's like that's the, some Willy Wonka shit. Right I think there. that's the thought process, though, <laughs> is he's always got his hand in like the thing of honey. So I think like he's yellow because he's the honey bear. Sure. Yeah. Well, this has been a book report on <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Um, let's move off of the mean one and on to that 90s show. Uh, Netflix just put out a, a little teaser for that 90s show it's coming January 19th. And it looks like the exact same thing. Uh, no difference. It feels like a a sitcom more than a Netflix show. Um, it just looks like, okay, the same thing. It's probably going to be a studio audience. I couldn't tell. Um, but it's just the same premise. It's just with the grandchild now. And she has her dumb high school friends go to the basement. And whatever. I'm fine with that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Um, Why don't the grandparents look any older? Yeah, that's it's pretty remarkable that it has been 20 years, 23 years or something since that uh, first aired. And yeah, they're looking great, you know, but it's like they didn't even try to make them. They're frozen in time other than their clothes. Well, they're real people. So if they still look the same, then they still look the same. You're saying, why aren't they 90s looking? No, just why haven't they aged in general? This guy killed RoboCop a hundred years ago. He looks yeah, the exact same. I know it's it's pretty pretty good. He's definitely one of those guys where he was only thirty eight when he went after yeah, RoboCop. Yeah, Steve Martin, and he just had a bald head already. Been old so. since forever. Yeah, George Costanza. All right. Well, yeah, I I watched the trailer just now uh, in silence, and I don't yeah. know. I never got into that. I mean, the, the one interesting thing about that trailer is they had none of the original cast outside from the parents, yeah. and they've been confirmed, except for the, the rapist. They've all been confirmed, so um, they, they're holding that back, at least. Yeah, say by the Bell style. Yeah. So it'll get all two right. seasons and get canceled. Yeah. Uh, tell us about a night at the museum, Disney Plus uh, deal. Yeah, would you be excited about doing more night at the museum for Disney Plus? Depends on which museum they go to. Um, there's a lot more. I think it depends on, um, cause I would be like, Oh, you get the gang back together. Ben Stiller. I love Ben Stiller. He's hilarious. Obviously he's not doing um, it. Um, yeah, this is not with Ben Stiller. Oh, is it is cartoon? not, it is not even live action. Oh, well, I'm out. I want, so, you know, realistic. Like I want to learn a, something. A cartoon. You go to it a museum is, and a show. Yeah. Completely animated. And I just gotta say, Bob Chapek, you know, what is he doing? There's a reason he's gone, right? Yeah. This is this is the disaster. What is what is he green lighting here at Disney? Come on. Oh, so this is before he this was a, this is a okay cartoon before he was gone. Oh yeah. <clears throat> this is coming out December 9th already. Um you never know, maybe the new guy's just getting stuff out quick. Had a passion <laughs> green light it, got it animated in <laughs> four days. Uh but no, this is kind of like uh the story of Disney Plus is they're not doing an amazing job with some of their IP. It's like, let's just rush it out. I'm just like, no, let's think about it. Do you think people want to see night at the museum? If it doesn't have uh Ben Stiller and, you know, Owen Wilson or any of those people like, no, like they, they, it's what they want out of it. So don't, don't, don't give us a shit. You're diluting the brand. Yeah. Um, 
It's like when Netflix made that Jurassic Park cartoon show. <laughs> so I'm still mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that if you do want to check it out, it is out December 9th, which is like I've not even heard anything. I mean, this is all similar to the uh, we got National Treasure without Nicolas Cage coming on Disney Plus soon. It's just like what the. What? But that's a real show. Yeah, but it's still it fireable. You know, that's I hope Bob Iger comes in and is like, Cage, you're saving us. We're going to give you a million dollars. Yeah. Come in, film two days of work, but at least it'll legitimize our project. And while we're at it, we're going to put an animatronic you in the parks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so on board. Yep. Just make him president and then he could be in the president's thing. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at The Clipless Leash. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works for either dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you a 65% off at checkout just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. uh, Off-road, how many things do you have? I got a a nice six here. Oh, my. (laughs) Tony Katz? Uh, I I think just one. I have two. Andy, you want to lead us off? Yeah, uh, sure. I'm going to start with uh, the patient, which I finally wrapped the, the up. Patient for four hundred. Yeah. Uh, this this finished like a month ago, but yeah, I was you're very way slow. behind the times. W- slow to watch it. Um, it seems like the uh, the ending is a little controversial. Did you uh, stick with it the whole way there? Yeah, we completed it. Um. I yeah, wasn't. I, I, I wasn't I, surprised, but I understand why some people would be a little upset. But it's a mini series, though. I mean, what do you yeah. expect? I mean, I thought I thought it was a fascinating show that went from a study of a serial killer to a study of modern Judaism. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I was very was like, involved in that. Yeah, but it's stuff I don't know about. I don't know about those debates and stuff. No, so. I don't know a thing about that. But Steve Crow is wonderful. Like he is a really good actor. When it's like, I think he wants to do this stuff, I'd still want him to do like, you know, Anchorman or something again. I mean, not Anchorman too, but, um, the he's office. like, he's, yeah. he's 60 now. Right. So something like that. Yeah. But no, he's, he's, he's been, he's a, a legend. He's a, you know, a wonderful person. We've gotten to enjoy many of his projects. Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy that's around and it's, I don't know, four hours probably in total. Or yeah. Something. Some of those episodes are like 21 minutes. Yeah, they got longer at the end, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty good all the way through. Um, and probably pretty cheap. That's <laughs> a small cast yeah. at the end of the day. I was like, yeah, I think they, you know, one set homes. for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it's all out on uh, Hulu. And I don't know, it'll never expire, right? No, they have it forever. Yeah. It's an FX property. Yep. Um, I've got a couple older movies I'm going to talk about, probably not too in depth. Um, but I still have the Criterion Channel, another streaming service that plays. You know, it's got a bunch of different movies, a lot of indie stuff, a lot of um, a lot of older movies. So stuff I like I've never seen before that I'd be interested in. Uh, the first thing I watched is a movie called Deep Cover, which I'd heard of but never checked out. It's from uh, 1992, uh, directed by Bill Duke, uh, the actor from like Predator and stuff. Um, he hasn't directed a ton of movies, but this is one of the ones he did, uh, starring Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Jeff Goldblum. So, like, right off the bat, that's like a good sell. 
Um, and it's an LA crime movie. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne goes undercover and uh, starts working with Jeff Goldblum, who's a a lawyer who also sells drugs. And um, it's just really good. Just, I, you know, I love crime movies, you know, modern noir. Um, Fishburne coming right off of Boys in the Hood. And it, it's funny that like that movie, I think it's way more famous than this one when they're um, both very good LA crime movies. Um, but Deep, Deep Cover might be best known for um, its soundtrack featuring the uh, the title track uh, from Dr. Dre introducing uh, Snoop Dogg. The first oh, wow. ever recording of Snoop Dogg was on the song Deep Cover, which was made for this movie. So, um, And it's probably the best work Snoop Dogg's ever done. So, um, But yeah, that's a really good movie. You never see it on like HBO or something. Um, just not something I ever I ever came across. But yeah, really good Deep Cover. Um, and the next mm-hmm. o- older movie I watched, we just talked about Nicolas Cage. Uh, I watched a movie called Vampire's Kiss. I don't know if you've heard of this one before, but it is um, from 1988, I think. Um, and it is the like most like memed of Nicolas Cage performances. It is an insane movie where um, he's like uh, in New York City, late late 80s, you know, that kind of Wall Street yuppie lifestyle. Um, and he gets uh, bitten by a vampire, maybe. Who knows? Um, because Nicolas Cage is acting insane even before the events of that thing. Um, he's doing an accent, but I don't know what it is. It's like California surfer meets British. Um, it, it is one of the most wild movies I've ever seen. Um, he eats a cockroach um, in real life. Like, that's like he did it on in the movie. He's like, yeah, what this is the performance requires. I'm going to eat the yeah. cockroach. Got to do what the you got to do. The script says I'm eating the cockroach. I had a buddy of mine actually uh, at Villa Park actually get paid like 50 bucks or something like that to eat a cockroach at the like quad or something in high school. The stuff people will do. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nicholas Cage probably that got was, paid more than 50 bucks. That was around yeah. the time of Fear Factor, I think, though. Yeah. Joe Rogan ruined us all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was, it's, it's entertaining, entertaining. I don't know if it's good. It is. I think people said it's misunderstood that like, this is supposed to be funny, that it's not supposed to be a serious movie of a guy losing his mind. It is funny. Like he runs through New York city saying, I'm a vampire. And then he buys because he thinks he's a vampire. He buys like the vampire teeth and like a liquor store just to wear them around. So that, uh, just, uh, Nicholas cage. What a, what a performer. Another treasure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I've not seen that one. I mean, just yeah, look I'm look on good. YouTube for Vampire's Kiss and watch a clip of anything. It, it's insane. Very good. All right. Where did you even watch that on? The Criterion... On Prime, also. Okay, there's the Criterion channel. So it was part of their 80s uh, cult horror collection. So. I'm sure more people have Prime. Yeah. So that's... Two of your that was 20? Three. three. Three of your 50? Uh, Tony, you want to do your one? I mean, the only thing I have was I uh, kind of started that uh, uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, from what I remember, I enjoyed it. It didn't help that I uh, started on Saturday night at like 1.30 in the morning, but oh wow, after a night out. But I, I did enjoy what I saw. And I mean, I've always been a Adams Family fan. And you can obviously, it was funny because I even said when I was talking to my roommate when we were watching, I was like, oh, this looks like Tim Burton-esque. And then, of course, I come to see that Tim Burton is involved in it. Oh, yeah. He but, wanted uh, it to be black and white. Yeah. And so, but I mean, I I always like, 
But I like that it's actually more about like Wednesday because she is obviously like the one that's kind of like the, you know, she's just her way of her outlook on life is always just, I don't know. I just kind of enjoy it. It's just always really funny to me and stuff. And yes, yeah, so I only watched the first episode. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to, I'm interested enough that I will, when I have the time, I'll finish it. But I guess the other thing I could say really quick that I was watching was the Lakers blow a 17 point lead last <laughs> oh. night and lose at the buzzer. So <laughs> that's why I don't watch Laker games. That was my first time tuning into a Laker game, probably all season. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch. Yeah. But, uh, but Wednesday looks good. I recommend it. I don't know if you guys have seen it or are going Huge to see hit. it. Huge My hit. wife is watching it. Yeah, it, it is good. And yeah, I think I think uh, Felicia would like that. Actually, I think it'll it's it's good. I've seen. I saw somebody post on their Instagram the other day that they were on already round two of rewatching it already, and I was like, "Fuck, this has been out for a weekend already." Yeah. But people go quick. I mean, I they think, do. I think it's like eight episodes or something. Yeah, and I'm sure. That, and I think the episodes yeah, are like 50 minutes, I think. Yeah. And I guess also for what it's worth, my roommate's been rewatching Game of Thrones, so I've been rewatching Game of Thrones with him. And man, just unfair, those White Walkers. <laughs> like, in any reality, which obviously I know that whole show is not a reality, but let's just hypothetically say it was somewhat of a re- non-reality in a reality. It's like, you'd never be able to beat those guys. Well, they just regenerate their, their soldiers. Yeah, and then yeah, they I, and I completely had forgotten that they get the dragon too. Like it's just all great, just like rewatching and reminiscing. Because I did a lot of that watching in uh, Sean's old house. Yeah. You know, when, back when it was live, we'd sit over there on Sundays, all of us, I'm pretty sure, with producer Luke and producer Paige, and we would watch uh, Game of Thrones. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot they got a dragon. I was like, which is honestly, it really does. Even though you want to hate the guy, maybe you want to love the guy because he just doesn't speak and move so slow, but the the night the is he the night king? He's awesome. He's badass. I think I called him a white wizard on here. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Yeah, we had some good podcasts about uh, in our later episode or older episodes about uh, we had some definitely a good episode. I remember in uh, I think it was producer Luke's parents uh, the garage. Den. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah one was, of those places. Pigeon yeah, fucker one, and the bingo kid. Yeah, the, the bingo kid. <laughs> Man, those were that was funny, but. Really though, that character is insane. Like he's, and I, I was just saying too. I just hate how he he just moves so slow and just doesn't speak. Does he ever speak? I don't even remember. No, I don't think they can. Makes you even more angry about yeah, him. Yeah, well, I think his him. tongue's frozen. Yeah, probably is. But, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, that's what I've been watching in the last well, forty hours. Good. I have uh, two quick ones, and then we can close out your uh, Baker's dozen, Andy. Um, I watched the twenty ten. Ridley Scott's Robin Hood. Hmm. Okay. Back with Russell Crowe. A whole bunch of people are in this movie. Uh, Clay, Kate Blanchett, Matthew McFadden of uh, Succession fame, uh, Max von Sydow, uh, however you say his name, Mark Strong. I can keep going. Oscar Isaac. Um, I I don't know if I even knew of this movie existing. We need a cherish ridley or uh, yeah ridley scott he's a treasure he's old very horrified of losing him because who's going to replace him in making good historical movies um what's really fun is there's a few scenes at the tower of london where i was recently at three weeks ago actually today as we're uh, discussing this and uh, not a lot has changed in you know eight centuries whenever it is so it's a fun one there's like eight of these movies. Uh, I have the Kevin Costner one on the list as well from the 90s, I think it is. Um, 
because again, public domain stories. So these get made every like four or five years and they're usually pretty bad. This one is definitely yeah. not his best work, but it's fun. Uh, it's it's good. It also has uh, Mark Addy and he plays Friar Tuck. He was also in um, Game A Knight's Tale as uh, Roland. Yeah. He was the original yeah. king in Game of Thrones. That's his best role. I see he's on that. I, I don't remember. I don't remember that show. The, too the well. original king who was just like the fat drunk. He was oh, hilarious. who sparks the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's on uh, Hulu and I think HBO. Uh, you can watch it there. I it was on, Pro. Come on. I think it was on Netflix. It says on here. I watched it on no, Hulu. Maybe, maybe it, it, it rotates. I saw it. I've never seen this movie and I was like, oh, I should probably watch this. Um, and it was on. I saw it on Netflix there, but you know, that was probably like two months ago. It's got Kevin Durand of uh, Smoke Close. and Aces fame. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. The Nets. <laughs> and whenever I see that guy, it's hilarious. Like, oh, just, he looks he, like uh, he looks nothing Elon like Kevin Musk. <laughs> he's a big. Well, he's gigantic. He's probably like six inches shorter than Kevin Durant, but he's, you know, still a massive human being. Well, when you're in Hollywood yeah. and you're six foot six is what he is. That's oh, shit. I mean, that is he's brilliant. a whole f- five feet taller than Tom Cruise. Yeah. So. But yeah, check it out. It's fun. And then a quick one. I started the Tulsa King. Uh, It's uh, Taylor Sheridan's uh, little property. He is just kind of uh, involved with the story. He's not directing. I don't think a whole lot. Um, And uh, I don't think he's writing either. But Sly Stallone is a a mafia man. And uh, Martin Starr is in here. And uh, it's, it's fine. It's definitely no... Yellowstone, by any means. Um, Stallone is kind of a know-it-all, good old guy, and he's in Oklahoma now, so he doesn't. And he, uh, there are some funny jokes. He's been in the he's been in jail for twenty five years, and so he doesn't know what an iPhone is. He doesn't know how apps work and Uber and all that kind of stuff. So those are kind of funny. I'm sure these jokes have been done a million times on different platforms and shows, but I don't know. Stallone had a robot in the eighties. I feel like he knows. How That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought this thing was entirely already aired, but we're only on episode uh, three out right now at a 10. So uh, this is going to end as 1923 begins. And oh. we didn't mention that trailer, Andy. I watched that recently. That's going to be phenomenal. The 1920s Montana. Come on. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out when is that. I haven't watched the other shows, but I was like, I probably watched that one. But did they ever get to Yellowstone? Um, oh, they in, got in there at the end of the. They got there at the very end. That's where the yeah. the story goes. When it, spoilers here, people. If his daughter dies, where he buries her is where he stays. Okay, that, that's what I saw. Is I'm like watching this thing, and that blonde blonde girl died, and I'm like, well, that's fucking sad. And the whole story is them trying to get across to the west, and then she just yeah, dies so at the end. That's where they stay. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm more excited about 1923, but Tulsa King will hold me over in the meantime. And Yellowstone is airing as we speak. So a lot going on. But that's uh, that's it for, for me. Andy, finish us off. OK, um, so on Disney Plus, they released a new oh, you Christmas did the Santa special. Claus. No, I did not. Oh, what? A different Christmas special. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Oh, so um, it's about 45 minutes long. Um, I'd say Chris Pratt puts in a good five minutes of uh, screen time in this. Um, but it is, it is fun. It has, um, a lot of 
alternative Christmas music, I'll say. Um, Feliz Navidad. No, like I'll, I'll have to admit, Andy, I was looking at the GOTG, GOTG Christmas, yeah. and for a while I was trying to get it, and I was like, "Is it Game of Thrones gnomes? I don't know. <laughs> what, what is he talking about? What did he watch?" Yeah. But uh, this this special uh, mostly stars uh, Dave Bautista and I'm um, playing uh, Drax and the character of Mantis. And they uh, they come to Earth to like learn Mantis about Christmas. Bogan? No, that's the character's name is Mantis. She's oh. like half human, half I don't know insect or something. I don't I know. It was Dana DeVito. Um, but she's 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 a good character. She's funny in this. Um, but they come to Earth because um, um, Chris Pratt's character Star Lord has been telling them about Christmas, but they're all aliens. They don't understand it, so they need to learn it to help him feel in the Christmas spirit. You know. Um, so it's a nice little Christmas thing. It's it's stupid. It's short. Um, I think they made it while making the the third movie there. Um, but it has some uh, nice cameos. Um, the trailer spoils the main cameo, which is like, it would have been better if it wasn't spoiled. Um, but it's a good one. I might try and give that a shot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like 45 minutes and it is. It's got Christmas music. So that I mean, if you're doing a Christmas special, just load it with Christmas music. That's yeah. what you got to do. So, That's all you have to do. Yeah. Including... The um, Horatio Sands Christmas song from SNL, um, but they didn't. They had the version made uh, recorded by the Strokes instead. But it's like uh, James Gunn really cares about his music. He is very particular about the choices. I mean, that's what the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are all about. Um, Peacemaker and HBO had one of the craziest soundtracks of all, like terrible metal music from like Europe. But it was just like this guy must know so much music because he just every movie he makes has a ridiculous weird obscure soundtrack and th- this included oh, very good what else you got uh the last two i have are movies i saw in the movie theater oh. um first one is uh bones and all this is a uh cannibal romance uh movie <laughs> um for road trip romance <laughs> Uh, it's starring uh, Timothy Chalamet and um, an actress Ooh, I didn't actually, know. I've seen trailers for this. Weird. Yeah, um, an actress named Taylor Russell. I'm also featuring Mark Rylance, who is um, loves great. doing loves doing weirdo voices. Um, I would say this movie is like yeah, a mix of like um, like Doctor Sleep, where it's they like look um, like American Honey. I guess you could say a little bit like that. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet is a real just like feral people, dirty looking guy, and I, I'm very impressed by his performance. He really pulls off that that look when I know he's a he's like a rich art school kid in real life, but like he really pulls off a, a grimy, uh, dirty Kentucky. It was a lot cannibal. more relatable to his character in Homeland. Yeah, he was in there. He's a rich. Yeah, he rich was like the school kid, the daughter's friend, or something like that. Yeah. You know? Um. But it is a very, very weird movie about a, um, a high school girl who um, turns out, oh, she's a cannibal and needs to to eat people. And her her dad's been trying to, like, help her deal with that. And then when she turns 18, he's like, well, you're on your own. And she goes out, you know, visits America and realizes there's other people like her. Um, some of them might be they friendly. Philadelphia and they pay to... <laughs> Some might be friendly and some might not be. Um, and she actually kind of meets Timothy Chalamet and they go out on the road together as cannibals. Um, wow. I found it fascinating. I could see it. most people. If someone watched this movie without knowing, they would walk out probably. Did, did you see this movie 
before or after Thanksgiving? Uh, after. Because I, I felt like it was advertised a lot during the football games. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. I yeah. felt like I was watching something where I saw this advertisement <laughs> like a dozen times. Yeah. I've, well, the, the, they're, they're, they're cannibals more like uh, zombies than they are like other cannibal movies where like, like, like you know, um, Hannibal Lecter like cooks it and stuff like that. These are just, this is just like raw. Like we, yeah, have to I saw it. She like survive. bites off her finger or something like that. Or yeah, there's stuff like that. So there's some, some, some brutal stuff here. Um, like they're almost like they're like, yeah, like zombies. Like you said. Yeah. It's like, well, we got to do this every so often. Jeffrey Dahmer cooked it too. Honestly, if you watch, yeah. uh, the, the, the show that Jeffrey Dahmer was in the, the Dahmer one or whatever it was called. Some of those he actually cooks to make it actually look like it doesn't look that bad. There's a movie. There's a movie on Hulu called Fresh about a guy who's a cannibal. And well, there's like a ten minute sequence of him butchering and preparing human meat. That's like incredible. The well, you know, one of the best is that doesn't get enough recognition about a cannibal moment is uh, when Homer Simpson and one of the Treehouse of Horrors <laughs> eats himself. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that one? I do remember that. Yeah, I I there's, there's that. a character in this movie that. It's implied that they ate themselves too. Oh, oh very good. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's a it's a disturbing, weird movie, but you know, I like those kinds of things. So, all right, what's Alrighty. your next? One? <laughs> all right, the last one is uh, Glass Onion, which I saw at ten thirty last night. I didn't know that came um, out. It came out for one week only. It oh, is out of, of theaters by the time this podcast will be released. So, it's kind of my last chance to see it last night. So, um, and it's actually kind of a. a interesting story um netflix on the last minute kind of struck a deal with theater chains to put this out in somewhat limited release i think like 800 theaters um it made like 15 million dollars over the five days it's been out uh netflix probably blew it they probably should have just put this in theaters um and then said yeah you could still watch it on netflix but it's going to be in theaters for a month um at first but I know they're only doing this limited thing, so I believe uh, it'll be out December 23rd uh, on Netflix. Um, but yeah, people were definitely willing to see this. Um, you know, a lot of people came out in this uh, limited release to see it because uh, they like that first one so much. Um, I hope I didn't fall asleep in the middle of it. I don't think I did, but I was a little, you know, a little tired and, you know, I had some beers before. And uh, But I still very much enjoyed it. It is um, requires no knowledge of the first movie it is literally just it's a standalone yeah it is literally just a new story with daniel craig's um benoit blanc returning as the detective um with this you know loaded cast of of weirdos um kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> yes yeah, so can- then cameos some interesting cameos of people that are dead that was that threw me like holy shit, that's kind of cursed in a way. Or maybe did he pick these people to be Ray Liotta? No, no. But he picked these people to be in cameos, thinking, "Hey, they might be dead, and that'll be cool to be in the last performance." Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but it was really nice to see uh, Edward Norton back and having fun with this role. He, he's he's a great actor, but he doesn't really do a ton, and just let him have fun with this one. It's kind of the, the I'd say the central. Uh, performance. He's the uh, he's a tech billionaire who invites his friends to his private island in Greece to um, do a murder mystery, like like a fun thing. And then, of course, someone dies for real, and 
Uh, good thing you got the world's greatest detective there to help him solve it. So um, it's fun. Very I'm looking fun. forward to seeing it again uh, when it comes out on Netflix. Make sure and what, what did I not fall asleep? I'm pretty sure I didn't, and I got everything. But these kinds of movies have all kinds of like, oh, there's this clue at the beginning you didn't think about, and so it's just fun to rewatch these ones anyway. So yeah, um, I'll watch this eventually. Yeah. Yeah, no, everyone should. It's it's a delightful movie. And they shouldn't offend anyone. It's just, yeah, it's a nice thing. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, that's it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 299 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. And uh, make sure you listen to next week's big 300 episode. Yeah, don't miss it. We'll see you later. <laughs>